Tracy Pike with Taft Graphics Design Studio. Experience the branding 360 effect. We are here today with our business networking over coffee event, and we are going to be talking about a fabulous topic. Uh, it's about timing and flow. How many of you remember seeing the Dr. Doolittle 1967 movie when you were like younger, I would say? Hands up. Okay, do you remember the push me, pull you? Do you remember what that is, Vernon? Tell me what the push me, pull you is. Oh my gosh, yes, that was the um, two-headed animal that kept... Right, the llama, right? The llama. Right, that, that he had and he brought it out and it was like, oh wow, here's this push me, pull you. I want to talk about timing today because I believe that there are things, I, I do this meeting every two weeks so that business can happen while you're away and if you can run into these different things that go on in your life. Um, timing is of the utmost importance and if you are on a push me pull you, um, you may be going trying to push business in front of people or trying to pull business or bring a, a whole sales team along with you. Um, and if your timing is not in sync, it can cause issues. So we're gonna talk about this aspect of timing and flow in business. So the push me, pull you part. So you are a real estate agent, Ellen, and you said something that caught my attention. You said, I'm not so much looking for people right now that are interested in buying or selling. Right. What did you say? That's what I said, I'm not, because I can help um, help them make the decision what's going to work best for them. So when they're thinking about it, they need options, and that's what I want to provide to them. So the timing is not that you're chasing after somebody that already has like a dozen real estate agents around them who are saying, I'm ready to buy right now and I want to buy this house. Who's going to give me the best offer? You are looking at timing to build relationships. So they'll say, you know what? I'm going to go to my trusted person and right. she's going to be able to help me, right? Right. So how important is that to understand? Like when you first started, you've been in real estate for a while, right? Right. It's extremely important. You, they've got to trust you and believe in you and like you. And then they'll work with you. Right. So, Mark, I know that you sell Kangen water, Kangen water, however you say it. I always say Kangen, but um, so you are in an interesting space because Kangen water is not the little thing, is not an inexpensive piece of uh, machinery, right? But what you give them, the value of what you give them is health and prosperity for their body, right? So, timing, can you speak to timing? regarding this push me pull you piece that you're going through right now because I know that you're doing that as you go through this business part so can you speak to that a little bit well the way I see it is I just um, I talk to as many people as possible because I know they're out there but it is going to be a small percentage at first because nobody's familiar with it yet and they don't know the power of it mm -hmm. and um, that's why I'm happy to share it for free mm -hmm. because they'll see what it is and if some it sells itself if somebody loves it they love it if they don't they don't mm -hmm. and I don't think too much in between mm -hmm. so I'm just I like to share it and just to see what people think about it right so you're going out in a timing perspective and you're building relationships again right, right. okay so um, David yeah. okay this is my partner and he knows timing is of the utmost so uh, the way that we met was very interesting timing uh, in our lives we met probably seven years ago and uh, he's a graphic designer, website designer like me. And I was looking for a mentor. 
And I actually tapped him on the shoulder when somebody kind of, the timing wasn't right. Um, I was talking to a gentleman who, he will sell his services for like $15,000 for three days of work and say hi and goodbye. He'll do the work, he gets the, stu the stuff done, but he wasn't the right fit and the right timing at the time. And I went up behind him and I said, Tag, you're it. And I didn't realize that meant I was gonna get married to him. Um, but talk, talk about what you know regarding timing and this push me, pull you thing that a lot of small business owners do. Time, a lot of uh, the factors of timing is really seated in rapport because the timing may not appear to be right, but indeed it could very well be. Uh, sometimes it takes, we have to nurture these relationships as I'm sure you guys know very well in partnership and, and nurturing those so people get to know you. They get to feel a connection with you. Now that could take a long period of time. It could take a week, it could take a month, two months, depending upon their situation like in the real estate game but it's up to us to understand them better. It's for us to step inside their position, what they're looking for, what their needs are, and make that connect. So once we have that, there is not the push me, pull you, there's a connection. Push me, pull you says, I need you to buy from me because I gotta pay my bills. And so they pull away from you. I'm not understanding what their need is. And that's why we have that problem. I need to sell this thing. I need to get this going. But you know what? You're not thinking about me whether I need this thing or not because frankly, I don't need it. But if you understood my problem, maybe there would be a use for your product in my world and maybe I do need it. So that's the push me, pull you. In, in marketing, uh, we talk about uh, using emotional intelligence language in marketing that ultimately clients, especially micro and small businesses because they've not been taught really they have an idea and they have this passion that they want to have, you know, come, to, you know, in front of other people and they're so excited about it, but they forget that the other person has to have a need, want, or desire for that and you have to get inside their heads. If you don't get inside their heads, right, you're shaking your head, right? If you don't get inside their heads and know what it is that they want, it's, it's going to feel like you're throwing up on them, right? I call it sliming somebody. <laughs> um, but what was that? Double dare reference there from the 80s. That yes, yes, really absolutely. Well, I am an 80s girl, so. There you go. Uh, <laughs> 1987 graduate. Okay. Anyways, um, I just turned 50. I'm just uh, really shocked that I'm 50 years old. Um, but anyways, uh, so my point is, is that in emotional intelligence marketing, it's all about the end user. It's all about what is it that that person is going to see when they come there? Does it fill their need or not? Um, so Amanda, you and I are in the same field, and although you do design of clothes, which I don't do, um, but I find it interesting that like recently, it's very apparent to me on timing. Um, I have one client who comes in and absolutely wants my help, but they're so busy and they're so um, full, you know, their plate is so full that they hire me and then they can't get me the things that I need to, to move forward. They connected with me, there was a connection, and absolutely we're gonna do fabulous things, but their timing is like slightly off that I can't get done what I know I can do if I have all the parts and pieces or I'm making it up for them. 
I have another client who shows up, has only known me a week and a half, and I already have her site up. <gasps> she was responsive. She gave me everything I needed. She responded to me right away. It didn't take a week and a half for the person to contact me back. It was like, bam, bam, bam. And now she's my, she's talking about me all over the place. And we had a connection right away, but there was a timing thing that was there. There, there are people out there that on the push me, pull you, some of the people are pushing really hard and other people are pulling other people really hard and they're not in the right flow to make that happen. So as businesses, as small businesses, we need to understand that temperature gauge and how to understand if this is a push me or a pull you place or if it just really feels like it's just, wow, I'm in a hot tub and this feels really good. You know what I mean? My husband will call, he likes to use this hot tub um, uh, analogy for CEO space because um, in our goal as business owners on the local level is to bring this cooperation and collaboration of people, engaged people, to inspire them to want to continue because 39 million small business owners are the backbone of the United States economy. Maybe 1% of those big companies like AT&T and you know, uh, the, these larger Turner Broadcasting and these people are like the 1% of people that are up there, but 39 million of us are running around and many of us don't know what we don't know. <clears throat> so we are working to change that on a collaborative level. And what we do is that hot tub um, analogy is we want people to enjoy being in the space together to collaborate and cooperate and understand that there are things that I don't do that you do. And that's why I'm not afraid to be in the room and here I'm the leader of the group and she does what I do. But does she connect the same way? We connect with different people. I mean, I'm not afraid of it. And once you realize that there are people out there that have things like the Sandler Group, the Sandler Group would be a great group to go to CEO space because there's so many people that don't know that sales process or how to get into the end user's head. They don't know. And how do we take, from a marketing perspective, we, we step alongside a business owner and help them understand it's not about you, it's not about you, it's not about you. You may be the best real estate in the world, agent in the world, but if you don't meet that need of that other person that you're trying to help, <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? Patrick. I know you've got something to say on this. I always, I always have something to say. <laughs> but Patrick, I talk too much. No, Patrick has been with us since the very beginning. Yeah, um, second meeting. Yep, second meeting. So he, we've been around now for two years. And um, I'm just always amazed and very grateful that I'm able to meet with business owners um, here and be able to experience them as business owners. So go ahead. Yeah, I mean, just following up on your comment, I mean, in my opinion, everything we do, everyone in this room builds a relationship with other people in order to help them. And if that's your primary focus, no matter what it is, then you're going to be successful, right? Now, those people that you're building a relationship with may not be ready for your service at the time you talk to them, right? This isn't a Burger King drive-thru, mm -hmm. right? That's not the way we work. Think about yourselves on the other side of the table, <coughs> right? That's not the way you think. If someone comes up to you and talks about product X, 
you're like, um, okay, maybe that's interesting, right? But you may not need it that second. Really, it's more about that relationship that's formed with that person, right? You know, there's a reason that they don't sell vacuum cleaners door to door anymore, right? Because it wasn't establishing a relationship and people were like, that's creepy, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, and they're heavy, right, yeah. And you know, who wants to buy a vacuum cleaner out of the back of someone's car, right? But that's, you know, so we're all in the relationship business. We're all in the relationship business. And, and it's, it's building those relationships and having those contacts and, and meeting people because the idea is when they have a need, you want to be top of mind and be the person that they trust and contact to handle their house, to take care of the water, in their house to do all the different things that you guys do so well right that's what they really need so what I try to always think of is put it on the other side of the table if I was sitting on the other side of the table you know what's really what's really important to me I'm still looking for that tree by the way um, uh, but yeah it's it's really about them it's it's really not about you because when they're ready you know because everybody eventually will need help it's when they're ready to get moving forward and the you know, light bulb goes on and they're like, wow, I really got to address this. And are you top of mind? Right. I mean, in reality, there's a value to everything that we do. Um, many people find, like in relationships with me, that they see this value. Um, and I'm a leader. I tend to walk into those roles very easily because I like I'm energized by people, and so I will take on things like this where I'll put myself in uncomfortable positions and have to come up with things to talk about and do that because I'm challenging myself moving forward. But sometimes people look at that as, oh, that's an easy target. I'll come over and talk to her and say, hey, and they don't realize that I have seen, I mean, we've almost got a 1,000 members in this group now, and even though they don't all come to the meeting, they do all show up. It's just they rotate through and they come when they have a need and they're inspired and you, we do this. I run across a lot of people who do the same thing, but the value is in the people who build the relationship with me. And that's what I look at. If your brand can build a relationship with me, then I will be loyal to you. I have um, people that do a medical massage in here. And um, I've told Wendy, I don't know how many times, that the, she does things in a different way. You can go to somebody and get a massage, deep tissue, and they make you hurt, and, you know, but then it feels so good after, right? <laughs> she does medical massage where she knows if you have something where you're, you know, TMJ, or you're, like you're clenching your jaw, it could be related to the way you're walking. And she knows how to undo that connection and get you set back up properly. And I wouldn't have known that if I had just gone, well, I don't want to do medical massage. Why would I do that? I could go over here and pay this amount of money to do that. Well, I built a relationship with her. And she's built a relationship with other people that now they know if there's something going on that you can't explain, you can probably find her. She helped me. Um, it was uh, a month ago. I was standing over there happy, fine, everything was good. I got in my car and I closed the door and all of a sudden I lost my hearing in my right side like I got echoey. 
and I could feel my eardrum, and it felt like I had a bunch of fluid or something in my ear, and I'm like, oh my God, am I getting sick? What's wrong? So I go to the urgent care clinic, and they want to stick me on antibiotics, and they want to stick me, and I'm like, no, 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 just let me take some Claritin or something, it's probably allergies. But the day before, I had just had a chiropractic appointment, and when they adjusted my neck, something happened to my ear. And she said, tell you what, I'll put my phone down because it's a visual thing. I said, tell you what. <laughs> she says, take your hands, put them up in the air, turn your hands around, grab your ears and pull. <laughs> and she said, pull until the pain goes away. And I did that maybe three or four days straight and whoop, the fluid went away in my ear and I could hear again. All because she was saying that there was something out of place in my ear. And it's because of the relationship that I have with her. <laughs> so let me ask you, how do you guys establish value? Um, I mean, you do video marketing. You help people, right? So how do you know when the timing's right? Well, when I see someone who is frustrated or trying to put videos up or I look at their site and I see some good attempts at video, uh, but struggling and challenged and often that's when the time is right and I'll go and introduce myself. Uh, I've sent some emails out and sometimes you go oh, email. Email is still the number one way uh, in terms of social marketing is great but you can connect more with email than of course face to face is the best. But I uh, got, a, got a client today who said hey um, and this was after the third or fourth uh, just email uh, just introducing and, and, and not being annoying, hopefully. But, uh, and, and they said, hey, um, I need this and this and this. Can you do it? Absolutely, I can do it. And it was simply because uh, I had seen them, seen uh, this company, and uh, I saw that they're, they were challenged. Uh -huh. I'll leave it there. And so really now, yes, yes. <laughs> right. Yes, there you go. I'm in that yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. How about you, Chuck? Uh, for me, uh, insurance, I guess, is not very, I don't know, I would say very exciting, but uh, timing, I, what I can connect it with is maybe when they're making a purchase of a, a home, that'd be a good moment, especially if they're coming out of state or into the state, that would be a moment that uh, if I don't catch it at the right time, I might miss it and I have to wait another year until they renew to find the opportunity to speak to that person. But uh, other situations would be with timing is when they're actually renewing a lot of times or also in, as far as insurance, um, in young drivers, uh, when they're getting licensed would right. be another moment that a lot of times uh, families have to relook at their whole portfolio because that young driver is really gonna affect the premiums. Trust me, yes. <laughs> so those would be moments that, key moments as far as timing that would be crucial for me to be able to take advantage. And of course, sometimes you, you miss it because you're just, don't know that family or you know at that moment they just don't know of you right right so the push me pull you do you find that other people and especially other insurance agents around you have you seen them doing the push me pull you effect yes a lot of times a lot of agents have learned to chase business by doing uh, marketing by bailouts and it's really to some degree it has to be timing if they catch it at the right moment they might gain something but a lot of it they're spinning the wheels but uh, the more it Appropriate, I would say matter is to build relationships you know mm -hmm. getting to know people um, they make connections for you or they have their ears out as well and when they see that moment opportune for a family then they can make the connection for you right now I know for a fact that myself and Patrick have resources you know my husband on our website 
we will we have a resource list of people that we value and people who have built relationships with us that we will warm introduce people to them we don't give them their names there are some of the people that we do but there are people that we believe in that we will say hey we've got somebody who's a copywriter or somebody who's this and we will give you a warm introduction because we want to make sure that relationship is established properly from the get-go so and i know that he has a whole private stash of people and connections if you know you want to find somebody who uh you know wants to buy a car he can connect you to the people he's got investors he's got other folks that he knows because he deals with a lot of people who have their wealth financial house in order and so he knows how to do that right yeah yeah absolutely right absolutely yeah any, any financial professional um, I'm, i i call myself a networking ninja um, i like connecting people it's what i do so if you have a question about it, I tell I tell my clients and I'll tell the, the folks here. I mean, if you have a question about anything with a dollar, just reach out to me. If, if it's not something that I can answer for you or I can connect you to somebody who does. Um, you know, I have a, a client, you started the, the story. I, I have a client who was looking for a new car and she was trying to go from lot to lot to lot to lot. And she wanted a specific car. Um, she couldn't find it, she's driving herself crazy. And she, I, I was happening to talk to her uh, about some financial planning that we'd worked on. And she said, oh, I got to go over here and talk to this guy at XY dealership. And I said, well, what, what are you doing? And she said, well, I'm looking for this car. And I said, well, why didn't you tell me? And, and I made a couple phone calls to some GMs and obviously they're all interconnected. Uh, and they found her car in Alabama and we had it over here in two days. <laughs> and she'd been looking by herself for six months, right? So the, the story is not, hey, Patrick's wonderful. The story is find those connections, find people with connections. Don't try to do it all on yourself, right? And yeah, and exactly, ask the questions and understand. Um, and and you, can, you can potentially meet a need and solidify a relationship with somebody that may not have occurred. Right, um, or that you know strengthens, and, and they're less likely to go somewhere else because you've met a need that they had that might not even have been your expertise, but you solved the problem, and that's really what we're all in business to do. That's right. So, Steve, you um, are attached to Mark McGraw, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And there was a timing thing that happened there. So, tell us how that occurred. How did you connect up with Mark? Um, well, that's a 15-year story in the making. Um, 15 years, okay? No, no, but that's huge, right? That's a 15-year oh, story. That's relationship building. That says a lot right there. Go ahead. Yeah, I can give you the uh, Reader's Digest condensed version. The dummies version? Yeah, the, okay. the, yeah we'll dummy right. down a little okay. bit. Um, they were looking, he, Josh and Mark were looking for somebody to augment their team and literally had put a LinkedIn message in. I reached out and said, let's talk. It took six months through conversation and understanding where his need was, where my need was, what they were looking for to build. And that relationship was then locked down. And I could not be happier. See, could not be happier, right? <laughs> That's awesome. And he drug you along. That's the funny thing. I mean, yeah. you, you were already in the group, but he, he actually drug you to this, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> so the push me, pull you, because you see a lot of business owners, right? 
you see a lot of push me pull use yeah he's just for everybody who's oh, yes, listening <laughs> he's shaking his head voraciously up and yes, down ma'am. i am shaking my head up and down yes <laughs> i'm not video driven <laughs> not yet at least um so the push me pull use what are some of the the downsides of the push me pull you that you've seen Ooh. um wow I don't know if we have enough time. Yeah, um, we do. The, At least seven the minutes. The push me please, the, the ones where all of a sudden, you know, we want to express that it's okay to tell me no. If we're not a fit right now, please let's, you know, maybe Give me doesn't, high five. <laughs> maybe doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yes or no. And it's okay. We'll still be friends. We can touch base in six months. So the, you know, the, the understanding that so many times clients, they want to, you know, they don't want to either you know, disappoint you. They want to give you what you think they, they think they want to hear and all of a sudden they realize that you end up chasing them and it's not a win-win. Right. So. You know, a no is a big deal because you might and actually in love be doing them a favor by telling them no. I've seen people, uh, I mean, look, um, my, the way I started in my business, um, my husband worked in a national media advertising company. He was taught how to do this high-level stuff. People would hand him things, and he would, you know, he's working with HBO and Showtime and, you know, all these big deals. I, on the other hand, had two babies on my hip and was going, I don't want to go to work. I'm an artist. I'm going to go ahead and figure this out. And I learned how to be a business owner. So I made all the mistakes that you could ever think of. The push me, pull you, thinking I'm doing, you know, right by the person. And it actually hurt the people because the relationship wasn't serving them. They weren't in the right frame of mind to be there. And thus my value took a hit as well because I looked at myself as like, what, what, did it, what just happened? Why did that just happen? And sometimes actually firing a client or not taking on a client is the right thing to do because you may be giving up the great thing for the good thing. And I tell people there's a lot of good things to do. Um, I've seen business owners join group after group. We were just talking this morning about how many groups. I do three groups. I have two of my own and I have one that I am now taking on a leadership role in Experience Connections because it's a women's group and it's very uplifting and I don't have enough women friends. So I thought it would be really cool to do that. Um, And obviously CEO space is just another level of, of people that we're involved with. But on a local level, three groups. And I do that for a reason because I have work that I have to do, you know? There are things that I need to do in order to make that happen. So sometimes saying no is the right thing because I'm, by focusing on that one good thing, as much as I love you and that good thing here, I may be giving up on this multi-million dollar project over here because I said yes to the one that, you know, that may not really be ready for me and the value that I bring, but this person over here really does need me and they're willing to walk in that wealth and abundance piece. You, right? You're shaking your head, yes, yes, yes? You see it with your clients or with? With, uh, actually, out in the world talking to business owners, um, you know, that's why when I spoke before, I said you know, we're all kind of the same, right? We all build relationships with people to help them with the product or service that we provide, right? And sometimes the best thing to do, and Steve hit it right on the head, is just to say, hey, there's not a fit right now. And that's okay. If there's not a fit right now, that doesn't mean there's not a fit six months from now or a year from now. 
It just means there's not a fit right now. Patrick just, okay. Patrick just had a story he told us at the last meeting or two um, that he sat down with somebody that everybody would know in this room and no names, but he, he decided after sitting down with them that they just weren't a good fit. And out of compassion for both of them, he said no. And that's okay. It's a compassionate thing to do, right? Yep. They really, but they're not ready. And so we go out and we look and we look and we look. And then they're like, well, I don't like the door. I don't like. And so finally, I have to sit them down and go, you've got to be in a mindset ready to do this. And, and let me, let's talk about what that looks like. And it, 100% what you say, because that opens my space to work with the other people that are ready or other opportunities to explore. I'll give you so an example of how, I so found, of how I found my real estate agent. We were coming from California. No, nobody over here. I mean, we had some business people that we were associated with, but knew nobody. And the way that I work is I'm, even though I'm a creative, I'm probably one of the most organized creatives you've ever met. I just do implementation really well. And so I'm this visionary creative person, and I'm like, okay, well, I want to buy a house. I have three children. We homeschool. We have two businesses. Okay, I need to be able to manage this, and how do I do that? So I reached out to people that I knew. I said, find me a real estate agent that you trust. Find me a mortgage broker. I need to get pre-approved for a loan. I was already, by the time the real estate agent was showing me houses, and I already said, hey, I want to look at this house too, um, I was already ready to be able to say, yes, put an offer down. But that's the way that I work. Um, because I know that when you're walking in these things, I'm not going to be chasing it. I'm not going to be pulling it. I'm going to be in that timing flow. And if I see it, and I, bang, I want to do it. Am I not that way, David? That's the way you are. <laughs> <laughs> people that are ready to buy tend to, you'll see more of that behavior. Right. The way right. you're not ready. It's like, oh, I haven't quite gotten approved yet. I haven't quite done that yet. Right. So, David, go ahead. I want to flip this around just a second. Because one of the things is, some people will never make a decision. It's our job to find out what the values they have, what they hold, because their values may be different than ours. And we have to step back and really kind of dig into them and find out what their values and their ideals and what they really want. What do they want personally for the outcome? Do they want to buy a house because they want to buy the house or do they want to buy a house because it's a safe place for their family and it, or it's close to the location? Or, or there's so many variables in any conversation that we have. So we need to dig in to find out what it's in it for them. Because if we can explore that and bring that to the surface, then the final result will be the true result they're looking for, right? It won't be, uh, no, I'm not gonna buy it today. Dude, you really need this thing and you don't get it. So we need to explore with them and find out and all of a sudden it dawns on them, you know what? This is probably the best thing I could do. Well, it might well be. So let's explore a little further. Yeah, you're, you're hitting Josh's funny bone here. I can see him smiling and laughing. You agree, right? It fits everything that we teach. Yeah. Right? you got to find their reasons that they mind first. It doesn't, I, I, when we teach the pain session inside of Sam, I have, I turn people off sometimes on purpose. Yeah. People don't care what you do, what you sell, anything, until they know that you can solve a problem they have. It's your job to find their problem. You know, what the problem is, what could it cost them now or in the future, and how it impacts them personally. What makes it a priority? What's their timeline? What's driving the timeline? It's all saying their pain budget decision. Yep. And it all fits inside a system that we've all learned over time, but everything that everyone's saying, I'm like, 
put it into our little system. And it's cool to hear it here. Yeah. Right, talking that way. Well, it, it, it's because yeah. <laughs> when David and I come from a hospitality background, and I'm going to wrap up right now, but we come from a hospitality background where each individual table wants their food. All they're happy about is I need to feed me. I need to feed me. The problem is, is when you're a business owner, you need to feed them. And if you're not feeding them and you're focusing on you, it doesn't work. Right? That's right. Exactly. That's right. And there, there are some people that just, if you don't, if you don't have the ability to empathize with that person at that table and realize that check in, how's it going? You're building a relationship, but you're doing it in such a way that you take care of their needs. We have to understand that as business owners, that's how we have to be. So keep that in mind as you go through your day. And um, we will be having a next meeting, which I wanted to let you guys know about. I have invited a woman um, that has a nonprofit that basically takes care of the needs um, of the five to 8,000 invisible homeless in our area. We're coming up on the holidays, and this woman has a 12-person team that essentially business owners will want to connect with her and engage to get, basically, she's kind of like the hands and feet. These people live in hotels, they live in their cars, and yet they work alongside you, and you don't even know that this is an issue. So I've asked her to come in because business owners are absolutely the most generous, fabulous people. Um, and just in coming and being a part of that and letting people know, she's going to bring a needs list. And maybe you guys can help her. I've done this in the past with my groups where we've done uh, sock campaigns where we've, we've gathered socks as you're going out doing your Christmas buying and we've handed them out to seniors who don't have anybody giving anything to them nor providing new clothes or other things like that. So um, this woman is going to be coming in uh, next time and she's going to be speaking. So please invite your friends, um, you know, business associates, if you guys have a heart to um, come alongside a group that's basically completely... Um, volunteer and it's a nonprofit group please come invite people to to hear what she has to say so um, with that said two weeks from now October 17th again 10 a.m. Uh, you guys feel free to network do what you want you can hang around but um, anybody who has to leave right now you can go and I appreciate you guys give yourselves a hand